0: DJ and PK, we're joined now by Big T Thurl Bailey, Utah jazz analyst for AT&T SportsNet. He joins us on the Sprint special guest line, making it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Big T, good morning. Good morning, DJ. What are you hey, what's going on? What are you doing with yourself with all this free time?
1: Well, um, You know, I think instead of talking about how it's kind of offset everything, the good things that that it's done, it's it's, uh, you know, all my kids are home and, you know, I get to see my family every day, although that may not be all good for my wife. Uh, It's kind of nice. It's really nice to kind of have everybody there and be creative and think of things to do that are, you know, keeping us safe, but Other than that, just, uh, you know, watching old playback games and watching uh, horse tournaments, Uh, you know, things like that. Watching a lot of TV, a lot of streaming going on.
2: Okay, so I need you to settle something for me, Thurl. Speaking of watching old games, you know, you find yourself flicking around. And I think it was two days ago, I'm flicking around, and I came across a Marquette-Robert Morris game, and your kid hits a three in front of the his own bench, and then he had a block and a help at the rim. But something happened, and I didn't watch the whole game. And so I don't know who won. I don't know when it was played, if it was this <laughs> year or last year, but who won that game? Can you fill me in? You said Robert Morris? I think it was Robert Morris, yeah. They were playing Marquette. It was. And, yeah, and Howard Howard had a real crummy game. I think I I don't know why they were showing it, but I think he was like zero for eleven or something at one point.
1: Um, yeah, they did win that game, and that that was one of the uh, kind of the you know the games that college teams play uh, just to kind of get a warm up. I mean, Robert Morris I thought played pretty good that day, if I remember the game. Um, but yeah, my son Brendan did have a pretty good game that game. But, yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing. I mean, I've got all those games DVR'd anyway. So, you know, I can go back and sit down with my son sometimes when he doesn't even want to and just say, son, this is what, you know, you did this game and you do this better. So it might not be so good for him. But uh, it does allow me the opportunity to, to have a captive audience with him and my younger son and talk to him about about hoops.
0: That's the one I'd want to watch if I were him. I'm looking at the box score. They won 66 62, and he had 10 points, five boards, three assists, a steal, two blocks. He did a little everything. He only turned it over one time in 27 minutes. Brendan, that's the game you want to watch if you got to put up with Thurl. Yeah.
1: yeah, he wants to watch. You know, there's a Maryland game he had uh, against Maryland last year when they were ranked, uh, I think, top 10, top 15. He had 27, and Marcus Howard didn't play as well. They lost that game, but, you know, he. He he had a really good game, and it's interesting how you know you only want to watch the games where you played well.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't, I don't want to watch myself. I would go, like that too. Who who wants to watch themselves go over ten and lose by twenty? Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> hey, look, I missed again. All right, so we got uh, we got multiple issues to hit with you for you to weigh in on here, and uh, I, I know you can pull out some colorful stories. I just don't know if you'll choose to. Maybe you will, and withhold some names. Uh, obviously, you know Rudy. This this weekend, Rudy did the uh, interview on social media, and everybody's been talking about, you know, okay, what's the relationship like with he and Donovan? So, any light you can shed on what you think they're, it's like now. And, you know, they're not playing now, so... But uh, what it'll be like when they finally get back together, and whereas a lot of people live in the moment, you will probably recall teammates who did or didn't get along or just kind of sort of got along and how much success you did or didn't have with those teams. That kind of informs your opinion on where this is and where it might be going and how much it will affect winning and losing, which is what fans really care about.
1: Well, I, I think... As much as we know, I mean, it, it happens on, on probably every team, every family, so to speak. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've been in a situation where I've been on teams where I did not get along very well with uh, a teammate or two. Um, and, and it wasn't necessarily long-term. It was just, you know, you're, you're together a lot. You're going to have disagreements. you can have different philosophies. Um, but... What is your what? What really is your goal? What's your personality? And that, that's everybody deals with that in the workplace. Uh, I'm sure you know you and PK deal with it sometimes. Um,
0: Just when yacht gets really out of control.
1: <laughs> exactly, but you know, it, you, there's a way to coexist and and still have the same goal and be able to get along. My personality has always been listen. Uh, we're teammates we're gonna find a way to work this out that's too I mean there's some guys who are like no you know I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna be near this guy I'm not gonna pass to him or whatever but you know I, I don't see that happening you know, regardless of you know how serious it is or I mean I I don't think anybody really knows but those two I mean you can you can read all you want I know as an athlete if I had a problem with a guy um, you know we were the ones who, who worked it out. It didn't really spill out of the locker room or get to the point where, you know, of course, we didn't have social media and stuff like that either. But it just never, never really got it. it. tried to work it out. And if we couldn't work it out right away, we, we coexisted. We We knew that we needed each other. We needed everybody on the team, especially uh, certain you know, key guys to win basketball games. And, and so as an athlete, you just try to you try to work it out and and if it gets to the point where you can't then uh, i guess you're...
0: you You broke up there at the end they repeat the end at the end if you can't what and then it all broke up Oh, I'm sorry. You you got me now. Yeah.
1: I said, you know, it you you try to coexist you know, knowing that that's if you're, you're, you know, players on the team that are key players that are having some kind of a, you know, disagreement. But if it gets to a point where you you can't work it out, then obviously things will will take care of themselves and, 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 and people will, you know, they'll know more about that relationship. But you know, I don't know if I see that with these guys. I mean, I think, you know, I... My issues, on whatever team I was on and, and had issues with a guy, I was the guy to just step up and said, "Well, you know what can we do? How can we work this out? How can we coexist? We want the same thing." And so um, you know I'm, I'm hoping that those are the the long-term personalities of, of both those guys if there is something really seriously there that's affecting their relationship.
2: Now, when you talk about uh, a relationship that you may have had as a player, was that more a, a personality thing, or w- was it related to, to basketball? Because, to me, if it's not related to basketball, well, then get over it.
1: That's right. I, I totally agree. And, and my issue was always a personality thing. Um, you know, if I had a disagreement with a guy... It was more about, you know, his approach to his teammates. Um, I was, I really considered myself uh, kind of a bridge. You know, if there were uh, if there were issues going on and uh, between a couple of guys, I was always that guy to try to kind of step in and bridge that gap. If I had a problem with a player, a player had a problem with me, um, I normally was the one to step up or make the phone call to that. That player, um, you know, when we got home or whatever, and to say, well, what can we do? You know, what, what's, how can we mend this so we can we can get past it? Um, and, and you need those kind of personalities. You can't have, you know, those personality types that are, that are just bloodheads. It just doesn't work in, in the scheme of things. Not just for those two players, but for for the whole team and the coach.
0: Big T, Thurl Bailey, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, In addition to this, I think there's a bigger picture that I think is even more important, and that is there are so many teams that are going to have money in the summer of 2021, and there are so many key players that either have... Uh, are going to be in free agency because they end their contract, or they have player options so they can end their contract and make them free agents. And so, how are clubs, and maybe to a lesser degree, players too, supposed to decide on, well, who do we want on our team, or who do I want my teammates to be when they're getting so little input, input if a big chunk of games get missed? You know, and here yeah. it's easy to say because, well, Rudy would be up for a supermax. Can the Jazz win with four three-point shooters and Rudy in the middle? Or do they have to go the way a lot of teams are going and have five three-point shooters on the floor to really get where they want to go? So that's a huge decision for them, but... Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be a free agent in Milwaukee. Uh, The Clippers have their guys set up on their two big stars set up on shorter term deals. Obviously, LeBron is getting older. How long can he keep doing this? And Anthony Davis has got to decide. Well, if it's not LeBron, are they bringing somebody else in, or do I need to go somewhere else? So everyone's got these huge decisions, and maybe they'll play a lot of basketball between now and then. It'll get easier to make, but maybe they won't. Everybody will be flying blind.
1: Well, you hope. They, I mean that's the hope. The hope is that there's some scenario that works out that that brings some kind of. I don't think it'll ever be normal. Uh, well, I don't think it'll be normal for a while at least. I think uh, COVID nineteen has really offset a lot. And you know, I know that the the NBA is working on several scenarios, but uh, whatever scenario that ends up being, it, it has already put a you know put a huge Um, off-kilter, if you will, in everything. I mean, you look at the money the teams are losing now, not just with their teams, but owners are, you know, with arenas not being used. Um, So, financially, that's going to be a big issue anyway. Um, So, I think at some point, you know, free agency is free agency. uh, And and there is going to be money available. It's just a matter of um, you know, you talk about LeBron. I mean, you, you, you've already players have already missed an opportunity potentially this year to have some kind of a you know a normal end to a season where you you crown a champion, and that's another year gone, right? So, um, you know, I mean, free agency is what it is, and, and, and you know that whatever scenario it ends up being, players are going to have the opportunity to. To move again, or you know, stay with their own teams. Who knows what the, that Supermax will be? Uh, it may have a different, okay. different look. But um, you know, the the reality is there is going to be free agency, and, and it's going to be interesting to see the different scenarios or the different uh, directions that these players end up choosing, based on you know where we are, uh, NBA-wise, and and financially.
2: When you were a player either in college or high school, for that matter, growing up and then obviously in the NBA, when the season ended, how long did you take off before you got back into heavy training, whether that be physical, whether that be pickup games? And the reason why I'm asking that is because we're now over a month where these guys have not been allowed or been able to have some form of heavy training, whether that be on their body or on their games.
1: Well, I always took um, about three weeks off. Um, and, I, and I don't even think it was off, right? I mean, you talked about heavy training. I think every player who's gone through a, a rigorous season, um, when the season's over, you, know, you, you don't start training like you did prior to that season. You know, it's not heavy training. You kind of give your body... Chance to recover a little bit. You spend time with your family, going on vacation, but you always do, you're always doing something, whether it's uh, you know getting on the treadmill in the morning or doing push ups or stretching or uh, maybe shooting hoops with your kids. Always something that, that keeps you active. Um, but this is different, right, PK? I mean, this is different. I mean, players don't yeah. necessarily have the opportunity unless you know you're kind of the Mike Conleys and, and you've got your own gym. Um, and you've got a way to to get those workouts in, but even even that is 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 it limits you as far as being competitive because nowadays you see a lot of these guys at some point in the season they you know they find a way to 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 find where the runs are you know where the five on fives are and, and kind of insert themselves into that playing playing up and down basketball so there's not a lot of that going on but I mean these guys. Listen, they, they, they can find a way to work out. They can find things to do. Um, of course, it's all about you know, nutrition as well now um, and just doing things. You know, they can do yoga in their in their in in the privacy of their own homes and things like that. So there are things to do, but I don't think that if that scenario ends up being for the NBA, okay, we're ready to play, none of these guys are going to be in basketball shape. Right, so they're going to have to take some time, whatever time that is, to to figure out how to get guys back to playing shape, or there's going to be be a lot of injuries.
0: So you played college basketball. Your son and daughter have both gotten college scholarships to play basketball and volleyball. Have you seen some money, um, if not flat out wasted along the way, maybe spent aggressively? if that's a phrase uh because we're seeing that colleges are worried that they're not going to get the revenue from the football season they'll have to make cuts the easy thing to do is drop sports i think that's a painful process nobody wants to do it maybe they wouldn't drop them maybe they'd only suspend them for a few years but that would also be bad is there something they can do where do you see some significant cuts that could be made so they don't have to drop sports
1: wow that's a that's a great question um well, of course, a lot of these schools—the the revenue-making sports are what football, basketball, um, and maybe for the most part, that's it. You know, the other, a lot of the other sports live off of the revenue from those sports. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, this is all like new territory, isn't it for? For a lot of things, even that, Um, you know, I I think at some point, though, I mean, if if uh, you know, I don't I don't know whether it's different for state-owned schools. um, Obviously, I mean, there there are a lot of schools who rely on the financial donations of of others uh, for scholarships. So I don't know. I don't know what that scenario looks like. I know that you know it, it will affect. You know, some of the smaller schools more than it will, you know, some of the powerhouses, obviously. But, um, you know, if the cuts have to be made, it it definitely won't be the, you know, the revenue sports, obviously. But um, it, it's sad. I mean, it's a sad state right now that we're in because nobody really kind of understands where it's going to end up or where we're going to be. They're just trying to – a lot of – schools obviously are trying to prepare for the worst but and maybe hopefully bring those, some of those sports back but it's just an interesting time to see what's going on and how covid-19 is affecting uh, not just us as a as a country uh, financially with you know with unemployment being you know, skyrocketing now and people not having jobs um, but even the scenario we're talking about as far as When we do get going again, how are we going to, um, you know, how's that going to look? What's that scenario look like in college sports to where, you know, a school says, well, we can't, we can't have this program anymore. We we just can't afford to do it. Maybe we can do it later. So uh, it's, it's a difficult time, man. It really is. And it's going to be interesting to see kind of where we, how how soon it will be or, or how long it will take, for us to to get back to that kind of normalcy. I'm not sure it'll happen for a while.
0: Before you go, one thing to watch or binge watch? We're doing a segment every day now. What did you watch last night? You got something to help people out? Maybe something they missed out on, they ought to catch up on?
1: You know, no. um, My my kids, my kids are movie buffs. Um, And my 16-year-old was looking for something to watch. And um, my older son said, Asked him if he had ever seen the movie The Pursuit of Happiness, uh, and my youngest son hadn't seen it, so they watched that last night. Uh, and and I mean those kind of movies, you know, the feel good ones um, are always good to watch, especially family wise. Uh, I thought uh, I'm trying to see what my my daughter my daughter Braille loves these um, these crime movies, right? She likes to try to solve those, like the whole cold thing. Uh, she was, She's really honed in on that, so she tries to get us to watch some of these shows that you know you have to try to solve and figure out who the killer was and all that, but there's a variety of stuff out there, man. Um, I'm not sure I'm binge-watching as much as I'm just sitting in on what everybody else is watching. Uh, so, But it's fun. It's fun to see the, the different stuff our, our kids like to watch, um, the one thing that I cannot do, my wife's going to kill me, is, uh, and, and maybe she hasn't watched it as much, but are you guys wise in, into the Hallmark channel? No. Well, I, I'm not dogging it out, because I know this is like, everybody's listening, it might get back to my wife, but, um, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's, that's uh, not a channel we're watching right now although it is supposedly a feel-good. Um, Christmas season, Thurl. I know, man. and You know, yeah. and and that Christmas season for the Hallmark Channel starts in, like, August. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Big yeah. T, we appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes.
1: All right, guys. Take care of yourselves.